Allah barakatuh ahlan wa sahlan Alhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillahi Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi Wa man walah amma ba'd ahibbati fillah We praise Allah abundantly The way he deserves to be praised We ask Allah to exalt the mention Grant peace and send his blessings And salutations upon the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam How did that come on? Okay So we are going to continue our um, Look how fancy this is. We're going to continue our sharh of the sixth hadith in the Arba'een An-Nawawiyyah, particularly the fawa'id associated with this hadith. All right? So it says, Fawa'idu hadha al-haditha, the benefits of this particular narration. Wahid. أن الأشياء تنقسم إلى ثلاثة أقسام حلال بين وحرام بين ومشتبه The matters are divided into three categories Clear, lawful That which is clearly lawful That which is clearly unlawful Clearly prohibited Clearly forbidden Clearly haram or haram وَمُشْتَبَهُ And that which is doubtful. Doubtful. Not sure halal or haram. وَحُكْمُ كُلِّ نَوْعٍ وَحُكْمُ كُلُّ وَحُكْمُ كُلِّ نَوْعٍ وَمِثَالِهِ أَنْ نَقُولُ And the ruling of each one of those and the example relevant to it is that we will say الحلال البين لا يلام أحد على فعله The clear halal no one is blamed for engaging in it. That which is clear halal, you can never criticize someone for engaging in it. وَمِثَالُهُ أَتَّمَتُّعُ بِمَا أَحَلَّ اللَّهُ مِنَ الْحُبُوبِ وَالثِّمَارِ فَهَذَا حَلَالٌ بَيِّنٌ وَلَا مُعَارِضَ لَهُ Such as a person enjoying what Allah made lawful of grains and fruits and food like that. This is clearly halal. No one can have an objection regarding that whatsoever. Second, الحرام البين وهذا يلام كل إنسان على فعله. The clear haram which every human being is blamed for engaging in. ومثاله كشرب الخمر وأكل الميتة والخنزير وما أشبه ذلك. Such as the consumption or the drinking of alcohol. And the reason why I would like to say consumption of alcohol and not drink of drinking alcohol. بسم الله. is because a person can consume alcohol without drinking it. It could be an ejection. It could be uh, in a capsule. You know, nowadays, uh, humans have become very creative in how they uh, drug themselves and how they intoxicate themselves. The consumption of alcohol, the eating of a dead animal or pig or the swine, and the likes. وَمَا أَشْبَهَ ذَلِكَ فَهَذَا حُكْمُهُ ظَاهِرٌ مَعْرُوفٌ The ruling of that is also clear and evident. Everybody knows. You can't, you can't walk into a restaurant, see a Muslim eating uh, uh, pork chops. And then, you know, be like, um, only the Sufis. Only the Sufis will say, لا. It appears to you that the Sheikh is eating pork chops. But in reality, it's a chicken. You just don't know. Because the Sheikh has this connection with, you know, the awliya, and the awliya are in control of the world, some hardcore Sufis. 
uh, just like the Shia, they believe that Imams control the world besides Allah. They control the world, so they have control of these matters. If you're a normal human being, you're gonna say, "Akhi, man, drop this pork chop and go repent and you know fix your Islam." وَهُنَاكَ أُمُورٌ مُشْتَبَهَةٌ And then there are the doubtful matters. وَهَذِهِ مَحَلُّ الْخِلَافِ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ And this is the subject matter of difference among the people. فَتَجِدُ النَّاسَ يَخْتَلِفُونَ فِيهَا فَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يُحَرِّمْ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يُحَلِّلْ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يَتَوَقَّفْ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يُفَصِّدْ So you find the people regarding those doubtful matters. Some will, they differ. Some will say it's haram. Some will say it's halal. Some will hold back. And some will say, no, let's delve into this. Let's, let's dig a little deeper so that we can understand where does this fall. You see? So one very relevant discussion on this, yeah, brothers and sisters, is non-alcoholic beers. Non-alcoholic beers is a classic example. Do you know that if you actually pick up the bottle of the non-alcoholic beer, it will say that there's point, I think it's 0.08% alcohol. Whatever the percentage may be, don't quote me on it. But you will find that there's a small percentage of alcohol in the non-alcoholic beer. And you'll be like, yo, what's up? I thought this is a non-alcoholic beer, but it has alcohol. Does that mean that if I drink, you know, X amount, I'm going to get drunk? So you will find that the, while the scholars differ, the, the opinion about the permissibility is very clear because how many of those do you have to drink before you actually get intoxicated, before you actually die? Meaning you would have to drink hundreds of those bottles for you to even feel intoxicated and by then you, your stomach would have exploded, you would have vomited and you would be in the ICU where no one will see you. So this is, you know, unrealistic. This is an example, for example, of an issue that the people vary on. Some people give, you know, dig deeper and they want to understand it. يعني المهم الأمور المشتبهة مثال المشتبه An example of that which is doubtful شرب الدخان كان من المشتبه في أول ظهوره الله أكبر Smoking cigarettes, as an example of a doubtful matter, smoking cigarettes was something that was doubtful when it first appeared. لكن تبين الآن بعد تقدم الطب. However, now that medicine has advanced. وبعد أن درس الناس حال هذا الدخان قطعا بأنه حرام. After people studied the reality of the smoke, smoking, it is inevitable, 100%, no doubt, حرام. ولا إشكال عندنا في ذلك. We have no problem with this issue. يعني we don't have multiple opinions. وعلى هذا فالدخان عند أول ظهوره كان من الأمور المشتبه مشتبهة ولم يكن من الأمور البينة ثم تحقق تحريمه والمنع منه. So according to this smoking when it first appeared it was among the doubtful matters and it wasn't from the things that were clear. Then after further investigation its prohibition became clear cut evident and there should be no person on planet earth who can run around and claim that smoking is halal. Of course, in other talks we've explained why. You're burning money, you're ruining your lungs, you're getting addicted, you're harming the people with the smell, and the list goes on and on and on. Now why, could there, why is there a doubt regarding a matter in the first place? There are four reasons why something can become doubtful. 
Meaning if it's neither clearly halal nor clearly haram, it's in between. There are four reasons why it will fall in between and not in the first or the second. Number one, the scarcity of knowledge, the, the, the absence of knowledge. Not absence in totality, but little knowledge. The, the scarcity of knowledge necessitates doubt. When there isn't enough knowledge, people become doubtful. Because one who's vast in knowledge, he knows things that other people don't know. <laughs> the knowledgeable person knows things that the people that don't have knowledge don't know. And if you go on Twitter, for example, or in the comment section on YouTube, you can easily spot who knows and who doesn't know. So many people write long essays, not even a comment, not even a sentence. An essay based on compound ignorance. Absolute ignorance of so many aspects of Islam. They know one little thing. And then they mix that one little thing they know with all the emotions and all the hardships that they have you know, gone through ever since they were born. And they mix them into this you know, uh, uh, potion. And then they come up with this nasty, disgusting comment that is nothing but slander, lies, and ignorance combined in one. Why? You don't know what you're talking about. You're hurt. You put these two together, we got a disaster in, play, in place. So I say, Ya akhwan, ya akhawat, take Allah's advice, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wala taqfu ma laysa laka bihi ilm. Don't go chasing that which you have no knowledge of. Don't go after that which you have no knowledge of. Leave those matters alone, man. The best thing is safety. If you don't know what you're talking about, don't say a word. Wallahi, that's the best thing you would do for yourself and for others. Don't. Because if you wind up slandering someone, you're giving away your good deeds, you're falling into all kinds of haram. Why? Why? Just be quiet. The problem is people who don't know and they think they know. And that's why it's called compound ignorance. Because they don't know, but they think that they know. How are you going to fix that? A lot of dua. A lot of dua for us and for them. Secondly, so the first one was qillatu al-ilm. Qillatu al-ilm. The second one is qillatu al-fahm. The deficiency in comprehension. Rings a bell. Ay da'fu al-fahm. Meaning the weakness of understanding and comprehension. وذلك بأن يكون صاحب علم واسع كثير. And that is that a person could be a possessor of vast, abundant knowledge. But he does not comprehend or understand. This is a person where things can become doubtful for him. They're knowledgeable, but they don't understand what's going on. Uh, thirdly, Having shortcomings in pondering, reflecting, looking deeper into things such as a person not, not bothering himself with reflecting and researching and knowing the meanings under the uh, excuse that it's not necessary to do so so khalas they take a basically a nonchalant approach to things say uh, i don't it's, this is so clear for example a classic example of this and please quote my words and make a clip of it and send it to that guy. This uh, funny individual that is called Abulut. 
the funny individual, another anonymous ignorant person that uh, Daniel has within his uh, uh, group of ignorant people, who, who in, in that one uh, round table nonsense they had, he's saying the ayah, وَمَنْ لَمْ يَحْكُمْ بِمَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهِ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْكَافِرُونَ Whosoever does not judge by what Allah revealed, it is those who are disbelievers. He's saying, this ayah does not need, nobody needs to do any, any research investigation. This ayah is clear. Any ruler, anybody who doesn't judge by Allah's rule, 100%, he doesn't judge by Allah's rule, he's a disbeliever, it is no need, no need to dispute, no need to investigate. Put this, put this uh, ignoramus on hold and go listen to the sharh of Sheikh Abdul Aziz Al-Haqqan of this ayah. If you don't have the means to research, if you have the means to research, which is what I did, I actually went through all the tafsir of the ulama on this ayah. And you will be hard pressed to find a single alim that gives the meaning that he understood. A single alim. You should know that the majority of the scholars believe that these ayat were in reference to Ahlul Kitab. Not even the Muslims. The ayah is not even referring to the Muslim who doesn't judge by what Allah revealed. It was referring to Ahlul Kitab, Al-Yahud and Nasara, who were, not, who were not judging by what Allah revealed to them, that the Prophet Muhammad will come. Or the ayat about zina, which they tried to cover and hide from the Prophet Some of the scholars who explain that this is in reference to the Muslims, they understand it according to the understanding of Ibn Abbas and others, that it is kufr, kufr dun al-kufr. It is a lesser type of kufr. Not the kufr that your mind goes to that they are disbelievers. And read the tafsir of Ibn Kathir, Ibn Jarir al-Tabari, al-Baghawi, tafsir Shaykh Abdul Rahman Nasir al-Sa'adi. Read all these tafsir. All of them agree with all the statements of the Sahaba and the Salaf on this, and then you have some absolute nobody comes over there and says, Oh... It doesn't need anybody to look into it, but it's clear. And people are like, oh, mashallah, look at the mashayikh. The mashayikh Daniel and his people, Abu Lut. It's ridiculous, man. The people speak about the deen of Allah like they're speaking about uh, plumbing. Like they're speaking about installing a flush. Well, like they're speaking about putting a faucet in their house. This is the deen of Allah. This is an ayah from the book of Allah. Be quiet or don't say a word if you don't know what you're talking about. But this is the world we're living in. Did he bother to even research? Because if, if he had any skills or any concern for the deen of Allah, he would have researched the ayat and the tafsir of the ayat. And he would have been like, you know what? If he fears Allah, I better be quiet. Because this ayah doesn't apply the way you want it to apply. So this is an example of taqsir fi tadabbur. Actually, in, the, in his case, it is qillat ilm. Qillat fahm u taqsir fi tadabbur. And probably the fourth one, which is this one, وهوه, the worst of which is Su'il Qasid. The evil intent. We ask Allah to protect us from having evil intentions. That the person does not even look, he's not even looking for the truth. All he wants is to champion his opinion, his statement. Irrespective of whether it is right or wrong. Khalas, he wants to, he has an opinion. He wants to find any kind of justification to substantiate his opinion. It is right, it is wrong, it doesn't matter. As opposed to retracting and apologizing and making corrections and amendments. Whoever has such intention, he will be deprived of arriving at knowledge. He will be deprived of reaching and acquiring knowledge. We ask Allah to give us protection and safety. This person is seeking behind knowledge to follow his desires. How many people apply? This applies to them? I don't want to mention any more people. I gave one example for the day just because I wanted to get it out of my system. Because I've been wanting to mention this for a long time. 
and no one ever asked me in the Q&A. So here. طيب وهذا الاشتباه لا يكون على جميع الناس بدليلين. This doubt now is not applicable to all people based on two evidences. أحدهما من النص. One of them is based on the text. وهو قوله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يعلمهن كثير من الناس. The Prophet said many people don't know them. يعني كثير يعلمهن. Meaning many people do know them. While many people don't know them, many others do know them. وثاني من المعنى. The other one is derived from the meaning. Not from the actual wording of the text, but from the meaning of the text. فلو كانت النصوص مشتبهة أو مشتبهة على جميع الناس. If the, the text was doubt, doubtful to all people, لم يكن القرآن بيانا. The Quran wouldn't be considered a, a means of clarification. وَلَبَقِيَ شَيْءً مِنَ الشَّرِيعَةِ وَلَبَقِيَ شَيْءٌ مِنَ الشَّرِيعَةِ مَجْهُولًا And then there will remain parts of the sharia that will be unknown. وَهَذَا مُتَعَذَّرُ وَمُمْتَنَعُ This is, this is impossible and not, it's, it's not an option. This is not an option. So to claim that there are so many doubtful things, nobody knows them, that means you're saying that the Qur'an is not mubin. And that the Prophet didn't, didn't leave us على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزغ عنها إلا هالك أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم. I left you on a on a, a plane. It's night. It's like it's day. No one deviates except one who is destroyed. So you're claiming that the Quran and the Sunnah are not hudan linnas. They're not guidance to people. So that we that means we understand that while there are many people that don't know the doubtful matters. There are also many people that know the doubtful matters. And that's, that means you need to acquire knowledge. Hello. So that was a breakdown on the uh, uh, second benefit from this hadith. Al-thalitha min fawaid al-hadith. The third benefit from the uh, benefits of this hadith. Hikmatullahi azza wa jalla fi dhikri al-mushtabihat. Hatta yatabayyam man kana harisan ala talab al-ilm wa man laysa bi haris. Or al-mushtabihat. Why do I always confuse this word? Type. The wisdom of Allah Azza wa Jal in mentioning the doubtful matters so that whoever is keen on seeking knowledge can be differentiated from the one who is not keen. How do you know the one who will investigate further? الحديد, the fourth benefit of this hadith أنه لا يمكن أن يكون في الشريعة ما لا يعلمه الناس كلهم كلهم أي because مرفوع so uh, from the benefits of the hadith, it's, it's impossible that there are things in the legislation that all of the people don't know. Because said, the Prophet وسلم, said, many people don't know, i.e. many people know. He didn't say nobody knows him. He said not nobody knows him, many people don't know them. Fifthly, الحث على اتقاء الشبهات. لكن هذا مشروط بما إذا قام الدليل على الشبهة. The encouragement to avoid and stay away from doubtful matters. But this is conditional to the existence of an evidence that makes the thing actually doubtful. Meaning some people make things that are not doubtful, they make them doubtful, then they stay away from them. No, you have to confirm that it is a doubt, it's a doubtful matter in the first place. أما إذا لم يقب الدليل على وجود شبهة, if there's no evidence that supports this element or this matter as being doubtful, then this becomes a form of whispers. And you, basically you delving deep into matters that you're supposed to see, keep simple. 
لكن إذا وجد ما يوجب الاشتباه فإن الإنسان مأمور بالورع وترك المشتبه. But if there is, however, a reason which necessitates having doubt, then a person is commanded to be uh, wary and to stay away from that which is doubtful. مثال ذلك. An example of that. An example of that. بسم الله. ما ثبت في صحيح البخاري عن عائشة رضي الله عنها أن قوما أتوا إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وقالوا What has been affirmed in the صحيح بخاري on the authority of Aisha may Allah be pleased with her and her father that a group of people came to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم وقالوا and they said يا رسول الله O oh, Messenger of Allah, إِنَّ قَوْمًا يَأْتُونَنَا بِاللَّحْمِ لَا نَدْرِي أَذَكَرُوا اسْمَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ أَمْ لَا Some people bring us meat and we don't know whether they mention the name of Allah upon it or not. Meaning at the time of the slaughter. فَقَالَ سَمُّوا أَنْتُمْ وَكُلُوا The Prophet وسلم said, You... Do the basmala. You remember, mention the name of Allah and eat. قالت وكانوا حديثي عهد بكفر. They had recently left disbelief. يعني they were new Muslims. They were reverts. They were reverts to Islam. فهنا فها هنا هل نتقي هذا اللحم لأنه يخشى أنهم لم يذكروا اسم الله عليه. Here, do we stay away from such meat? Because we are concerned, we have fear that perhaps they did not mention the name of Allah upon it. Al-Jawab, the answer is, لا نتقيه. No, we don't. We don't stay away from it. We don't avoid it. لأنه ليس هنالك ما يجب الاتقاء. There's nothing that necessitates you being wary and concerned about it. ولهذا قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. That's why the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, سموا أنتم وكلوا. You remember the name of Allah and eat. فكان في هذا... Uh, it's as though the Prophet was reprimanding them. As though he is saying, You have no concern with what others do. Rather, the concern and the matter is regarding what you do. So you remember the name of Allah and you eat. Kapish. ما لو قد ومن هذا ما لو قدم إليك يهودي يهودي أو نصراني ذبيحة ذبحها. so according to this if you if a Jew or a Christian had offered you an animal that he slaughtered فلا تسأل أذبحتها على طريقة إسلامية أو لا this is the opinion of the Sheikh by the way Sheikh Abdul Rahman Nasser Saadi rahimahullah has a different opinion just so we can be clear the Prophet, uh, the, the Shaykh Rahimullah said, do, do not ask this Jew or Christian, did you slaughter this Islamically or no? This kind of question, there's no basis for it. And it's a type of you uh, digging unnecessarily. There's a better word for ta'amuk. I cannot think of what word would be appropriate. What is the word? Reaching? I think it's reaching. 
Yeah, it's a type of reaching. By the way, I cannot read your comments. I've learned my lesson, brothers and sisters. I don't see any comments. I just have the book so y'all can be talking and, and chit-chatting and I have no idea what's going on. You can be answering me also and I also don't know what's going on. Mm. I don't know if this is good or bad. But hey, you know. طيب. ومن ذلك أيضا another example أن يقع على ثوب الإنسان أثر ولا يدري أنجازة هو أم لا. فهل يتقي هذا الثوب أو لا يتقيه؟ A person finds some traces of a stain on his garment. He doesn't know if this is a impure stain. Maybe it's some. Maybe he dropped a bomb in the in the toilet, and it splashed everywhere. Maybe uh, you know I don't know. Whatever the case may be, he doesn't know whether this is a, a, a impure. Or this is just a stain. It could be coffee or anything else. Does he now avoid this thobe, this garment or not? Al-jawab yanzur. The answer he should look deeper. If it is a high probability that it is impure, he should stay away from it. Meaning he knows he was just in the bathroom and he dropped a bomb. So it is natural that that was what flew on the pants or something. So it's like don't act like you don't know what you did in the bathroom. You know what I mean? So that's a, a big problem. If, if you had not gone to the bathroom, you're not going to assume that you're walking down the street and then some poop flew out of someone's window and landed on your clothes. So yeah, and you got to be reasonable. So you, you, can, you have to assess the situation. <laughs> what kind of examples are these, Abu Musab? Yuck. The stronger the probability of that being impure, the stronger it is you need to be the, the more persistent you need to be about avoiding it. But if there's no chance that this came from, you know, I didn't go to the bathroom, this is impossible that this could be any impure thing, then don't even bother with it. Don't even pay attention to it. Do you, Yani? That's why the Prophet he concluded this matter when a man asked him, who was confused whether he had broke whether he had uh, uh, broken his wudu or not in the salah he wasn't sure فقال, he said لا ينصرف حتى يسمع صوتا او يجد ريحا Prophet said he should not leave until he hears so if you don't know sometimes your your stomach will be growling and making all kinds of noises and you don't know whether you fought it or not you don't know whether you fought it or not you assume that you didn't fart until you actually hear a sound or you uh, find a, a smell. Otherwise, it could just be, you know, the system working internally for your own good. So the, print, the foundational principle, So if there is a basis for the, the possibility or the doubt, and it's strong, then also, then proportionally strong should be your intent or your determination to leave it alone and stay away from it. And if it is weak, then it's also weak. You have a weaker reason now to abandon it. You can do it, no problem. And if there's no possibility in the first place, then, then leaving that thing, you trying to be يعني, extra careful is actually part of being too 
reaching too much into the deen and that's something that's prohibited. Yani, and I've, I've met so many people, so many people in my Islamic life who, who have this character and it is so annoying. It is so annoying to try to have this uh, you know, level of taqwa that even exceeds the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu yani People just want to, they want to avoid doubtful matters in an area where there's absolutely no doubt. There's absolutely no doubt in it. Just, just out of, I don't know what. Sixthly, Whoever falls into doubt has fallen into prohibitions. Because the Prophet said, Whoever falls into doubtful matters has already fallen into doubt. Seventhly, Seventhly, the excellent uh, method of teaching of the Prophet and that is by the Prophet ﷺ striking tangible examples that make you comprehend the uh, abstract matters. So you give an example that the people can relate to. And this is the same method of the uh, noble Quran. The noble Quran. قال الله تعالى uh, وَتِلْكَ الْأَمْثَالُ نَضْرِبُهَا لِلنَّاسِ وَمَا يَعْقِلُهَا إِلَّا الْعَالِمُونَ And those similitudes or examples we strike for the people and none understand them except the people who have knowledge. فَمِنْ حُسْنِ التَّعْلِيمِ أَنَّ الْمُعَلِّمَ يُقَرِّبَ الْأَشْيَاءِ الْمَعْقُولَ بِالْأَشْيَاءِ الْوَحْسُوسَةِ One of the excellent means and methods of teaching is that the teacher brings the abstract ideas closer to understanding by giving tangible examples that the people can relate to. لِقَوْلِهِ All of this is based on what? On the part of the hadith where the Prophet ﷺ said, Like the shepherd who's grazing around the restricted area, no doubt he's about to fall into it. Surely he is about to fall into it. Eighthly, هل يؤخذ من قوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يرعى حول الحما إقراره بالحما? Do we take from the statement of the Prophet ﷺ he is uh, grazing around the sacred? Do we acknowledge uh, sacredness then? الجواب أن هذا من باب هذا الباب هذا باب من الإخبار والوقوع ولا يدل على حكم شرعي. Here we say this is a, this falls under the chapter of informing informing you about the occurrence of something and we do not use it to deduce in a legislative ruling but Prophet might mention things that will happen not specifically to mention the ruling regarding that but only to mention that these things might happen and there are other examples of that the statement of the Prophet, You will follow the ways and the footsteps of those who came before you. That does not mean that us following the footsteps of those who preceded us is permissible. This is merely the Prophet ﷺ telling you about that which will come to pass. 
that which will happen, he's not telling you whether it is permissible or not permissible to copy them. We already know the ruling. What is the ruling of following the Jews and the Christians? It's a no-no, baby. وَأَخْبَرَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ بِأَنَّ الضَّعِينَ أَيِ الْمَرْأَ تَسِيرُ مِنْ كَذَا إِلَى كَذَا لَا تَخْشَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ and Prophet mentioned that a woman will walk from one destination to this all other destination, from this place to that place, and she will fear none but Allah. This is not an evidence that now it's permissible for her to travel without a mahram. Rather, this is the striking example of, uh, this is just to give you an example, meaning this will happen. It doesn't mean that it was permissible for her to travel without a mahram. إذن نقول هذا الحديث لا يدل على جواز الحما لأن ضرب مثل مثل لأنه ضرب مثل لواقع أو مثل عفوا لواقع. So we don't say that this hadith shows the permissibility of uh, falling into that which is prohibited and that which is protected because this was merely mentioned an example of a fact that will happen. As for that, again, where the Shaykh is referring to what, Akhwan? Referring to uh, you creating an area that is protected where no one can, uh, no one can use. Remember we said that the, the Muslims are, يعني, they, they, they all share in fire and in the, the, the plants and the water. So now if you wanted to create a dedicated area, is that permissible or not? So the Sheikh said, to, to know the ruling, there are two things that we need to discuss. If you create a dedicated protected area for the benefit of the Muslims, it is permissible. Another one is a person getting a part of land in, this, in, in, in nowhere and saying this is mine and no one can come close to it. This is haram. He doesn't have the right to go and make a, a private, a public property personal and private to him. You understand? You cannot go out in the desert and say, okay, this area here, I'm going to build some, uh, I'm going to, you know, plant some tomatoes and cucumbers and whatever in the desert. Are you going to, I don't know if you can plant tomatoes or cucumbers in the desert, whatever. I'm going to plant some cactus and say, no one can touch this, this is mine. Say, hey man, hey, you can't be doing that. This is for the Muslims. Unless you want to create it for the Muslims so that only the Muslims can take advantage of it, okay, no problem, versus others. But to say that it's mine, no one can come near it, yalla roh, amshi. Mithalu al awwal, an example of the first, and tuhma hadi al ard min ajal, and you rakas fiha ana bibli khrajal ba. Let's say you protect a certain area in order to uh, install uh, uh, a water system to, to drive out the water. Like the, uh, you know. Whatever. This is permissible, no doubt. Or you find a, a, a fertile land, and so you protect it for the animals and the flocks of the Muslims. Such as the uh, animals that are dedicated for zakah and uh, horses which are used in fighting the cause of Allah, and so on and so forth. An example of the second, إِذَا حَمَاهُ لِنَفْسِ أَوْ you make this area protected and sacred only for yourself and for your animals. Which is, we said is not permissible. Ninthly, among the benefits of this hadith, closing the doors which may lead to haram. 
أي أن كل ذريعة توصل إلى محرم يجب أن تغلق لألا يحصل وقوع يحصل الوقوع في المحرم Every pathway which may lead to haram it is obligatory to close it so that the people don't fall into the haram I'll give you an example You all know what these uh, wicked, filthy Hindus are doing in India. And the latest stunt is that they got these Christians, specifically two women, two Christian women, I guess, and they, uh, they, they walked down the streets with them naked, absolutely naked, and they gang raped them. And it, I don't understand how a Muslim in his right mind will actually post a picture of a bunch of Hindus with a naked woman standing with them and they're literally groping her and he, and he wants to leave whatever comment he wants to leave about this. Even if the woman is blurred. Ya Ustad, Ya Mhandis, Ya Doktor, Ya Captain, Allah Yahdiq, Yusulhaq, Ya Sheikh. Yani, I don't understand why people even promote this stuff in the first place. First of all, it's haram 100%. No two scholars on planet earth will debate on this unless the scholar is a scholar of evil and wickedness. No scholar in his right mind will tell you it's halal to post a picture of a naked woman that is blurred for whatever objective you want to deliver about how evil the Hindus are. Give a lecture about the evil of Hinduism. You don't need to post this picture whatsoever. There's no justification whatsoever. Number two, what does that do? How many people who don't know about the news, what, what is, you tell me brothers, sisters, and be honest with yourselves, what's the next thing you're going to do? People are going to go on YouTube and try to search this incident because you, humans are curious. Now they wind up going there and looking it up on, on, on Google and they see, see more images of nakedness and now they, they see the video and now you've exposed all these people to all this haram. Yeah, yeah. What do I call you? I call you a bad name. Wallah, I'm ashamed to call you a bad name. Wallah, you cannot be this ignorant of Islam. People cannot be this ignorant of Islam and then pretend to be callers to Islam and dua to Islam. You have to be as ignorant as they can be to even think in this way. So this is an area of saddu dhara'ah. And it's not even, this is even clear-cut haram, you're still posting it. But it falls under saddu dhara'ah in a sense that you, even if you think that this picture, if you, in your little brain, you thought this picture was halal, you need to close the door from people now doing mass search about the subject matter and being exposed to all how many videos of women getting raped they will see maybe before they come across this one. What are you doing and what are you thinking, man? This is like common sense. Islam came to close the doors, close the doors that will lead to this Muharram. Closing the doors and the pathways that lead to haram is a is a is an evidence, a legislative evidence in and of itself that the legislation has brought. وَمِنْ ذَلِكَ قَوْلُ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى An example of that, the statement of Allah, وَلَا تَسُبُّوا الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ فَيَسُبُّوا اللَّهَ عَدْوًا بِغَيْرِ عِلْمٍ do not, do not abuse, verbally abuse those who they call on besides Allah, so they wind up verbally abusing Allah out of enmity without knowledge. فَنَهَا عَنْ سَبِّ آلِهَةِ الْمُشْرِكِينَ لِأَنَّهَا ذَرِيعَةٌ إِلَى سَبِّ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى So Allah prohibited the verbal abuse of the gods of the uh, disbelievers and the polytheists in order for them not to retaliate by cursing Allah. So even if it was allowed to uh, uh, burn, you know, supposedly the Bible, as, assuming that you were bur burning a Bible that is completely, you know, uh, distorted, doesn't even have any of the evidences, 
if you if 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 that will lead the the disbelievers to burn the Quran, then you're not allowed to burn the Bible. This is an example, and because these are the examples people give in this day and time in 2023, burning scriptures. Even though the Sheikh said verbally abusing and cursing the false gods of the polytheists is a is a valid it's a valid curse. Uh, uh, and but then that will lead to the you know them verbally abusing of Allah out of enmity without knowledge. Tenth, that every king will have a protected area for him, and that is because of the Prophet saying, verily every king has his sacred protected area. And we already mentioned the ruling on that previously. Eleventh, تأكيد الجمل بأنواع المؤكدات المؤكدات إذا دعت الحاجة إلى هذا. Strengthening and reinforcing sentences with all types of words that act as uh, uh, you know emphasis. Any any expression or any term or any letter or any word of emphasis and and uh, hyperbole, it is it is from the Sunnah to do so. فإذا قال قائل إن التأكيد فيه تطويل no but if someone said but by doing though by doing so you're elongating the speech فنقول التوكيد تطويل ولكن إذا دعت الحاجة ليس صار من البلاغة trying to re-emphasize something is a form of elongating it but if there's a need for it it becomes part of eloquence لقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم ألا ألا because every time Prophet said verily indeed verily indeed twelfth أن المدارة في الصلاح والفساد على القلب إذا صلح صلح الجسد كله وإذا فسد فسد الجسد كله بسم الله. That the matter of rectification, uprightness and corruption is all dependent on the heart. I don't know where my heart is, by the way. If it is sound, then the whole body is sound, and if it's corrupt, then the whole body is corrupt. ويتفرغ على هذه الفائدة ويتفرع على هذه الفائدة a branch. That a branch of this benefit is that it is more important to pay attention to your heart than it is to pay attention to the actions of the limbs. Because the heart is what all the deeds revolve around. And it is your heart that you will be questioned about on the day of resurrection. كما قال الله تعالى أفلا يعلم إذا بعثر ما في القبور وحصل ما في الصدور Does he not know when all that which is in the grave in the graves is بعثر meaning they they dug up وحصل ما في الصدور and that which is in the chest will be brought out also will be acquired وقال تعالى إنه على رجعه لقادر يوم تبل السرائر Verily he is able to bring it back on the day where the secrets will be exposed فطهر قلبك من الشرك والبدع والحقد على المسلمين والبغضاء. So purify your heart from polytheism and innovations and الحقد is is basically enmity upon the Muslims and hatred. May Allah help us. وغير ذلك من الأخلاق أو العقائد المنافلة الشريعة. Any other traits or characteristics or beliefs that are in opposition to the legislation. فإن القلب هو الأصل. Because verily the heart is the the أصل. Meaning is the foundation. Hey, ثالث عشر. Are we gonna finish? في الحديث رد على العصات الذين إذا نهوا عن المعاصي قالوا التقوى ها هنا وضرب أحدهم على صدره الله أكبر. In this hadith is a refutation against the sinners who, when they're told to abandon sins, they will say, 
Taqwa is right here and he bangs on his chest. فَاسْتَدَلَّ بِحَقٍّ عَلَى بَاطِلٍ So he's using, uh, uh, he's using a valid textual evidence to, uh, to support and substantiate his falsehood. لِأَنَّ الَّذِي قَالَ التَّقْوَهَا هُنَا Because the one who said taqwa هُنَا Which is the Prophet ﷺ وَهُوَ النَّبِيُّ صلى الله عليه وسلم وَمَعْنَاهُ فِي الْحَدِيثِ إِذَا التَّقْوَ مَا هَا هُنَا اتَّقَتْ جَوَرِحْ Meaning if the taqwa is here Then the limbs will have taqwa as well لكن هذا يقول التقوى هنا يعني أنه صلى الله عليه وسلم He's saying taqwa is here He's saying this meaning he will disobey Allah But the taqwa is here وَتَقْوَ تَكُونُ فِي الْقَلْبِ And he's claiming that the taqwa is in the heart والجواب عن هذا التشبيه والتلبيه سهل جدا How to The answer to this doubt And this kind of uh, uh, يعني uh, Covering up of, of the truth Is easy Very easy We say لو صلح ما ها هنا صلح ما هناك If what is here is, is upright Then what is there will be upright لأن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إذا صلحت صلح الجسد كله وإذا فسدت فسد الجسد كله Prophet said about that morsel or that, that piece of flesh in the body, the heart If it is sound then the whole body will be sound And if it is corrupt then the whole body will be corrupt Oh yeah we'll finish inshallah الرابع عشر uh, The fourteenth benefit أن تدبير أفعال الإنسان عائد إلى القلب لقولي إذا صلحت صلح الجسد كله وإذا فسدت فسد الجسد كله The arrangement of the actions of the slave All of them actually return to the heart All of your, your physical activity returns back to the heart Because if the heart is sound Then the, the body is sound If the heart is corrupt The body is corrupt وهل في هذا دليل على أن العقل في القلب Is there an evidence in this that your mind Your mind is actually in your heart. الجواب نعم. The answer is yes. فيه إشارة إلى أن العقل في القلب. There's an evidence and there's an there's an evidence that the mind is actually in the heart. وأن المدبر هو القلب والقرآن شاهد بهذا. And that the one that actually arranges and reflects and does all the work, it is the heart where your mind is. And there's an evidence for that from the Quran. قال الله تعالى. Allah says, أَفَلَمْ يَسِيرُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ Do they not then travel upon the earth? فَتَكُونُ لَهُمْ قُلُوبٌ يَعْقِلُونَ بِهَا So they will have hearts with which they understand. أَوْ أَذَانٌ يَسْمَعُونَ بِهَا Or they have ears with which they hear. فَإِنَّهَا لَا تَعْمَلْ أَبْصَارٌ It is not the vision that goes blind. وَلَكِنْ تَعْمَلْ قُلُوبُ الَّتِي فِي الصُّدُورِ But the hearts which are in the chest are what goes, what goes blind. Subhanallah. وَلَكِنْ كَيْفَ تَعْقِلُهُ بِالْقَلْبِ how do, you, how do you understand with your heart? الجواب هذا شيء لا يعلم. This is something that we don't know. إنما نحن نؤمن بأن العقل في القلب كما جاء في القرآن. We believe that your mind is in your heart as it is in the Quran. I will explain. لكننا لا نعلم كيف ارتباطه به. But we don't know what the connection is, how they're connected. فلا يرد فلا يرد علينا لو ركب قلب كافر برجل مسلم. أيكون هذا المسلم كافر أو لا؟ لأننا لا ندري كيف تعلق العقل تعلق العقل بالقلب والله أعلم. If someone said, uh, you know, what if we uh, put the, install the heart of a disbeliever on a Muslim man? Does he become then a Muslim or a kafir? We say we don't know the relationship between the heart and the mind. So والله أعلم. What the Sheikh is saying, and what you all should believe, Allah said, قلوب قلوب يعقلون بها. Hearts with which they understand. Rest assured that your brain is in your heart. That does not mean that your brain here, the cerebrum and all that, is not involved in the process. We're not denying that what's in your skull is involved in the process. But according to the Quran, the heart is the asl. The heart is the source of all of that. And this is from the complicated system that Allah created in man.
It's from the complicated system that Allah created in the man. That the, the, the mind is part of the process. But if Allah says, biha, You better be quiet for the rest of your life. And don't say, no, no, the heart is nothing but a, 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 a pump that is pumping blood. And it has nothing to do with the thinking process. La Habibi, you and all the scientists can go take a hike on, a, on the smallest bike and fall off on top of each other and die together. We will put the Quran and the Sunnah before any doctor on planet Earth. Inshallah, all the doctors have a, a, a cooper, cooperative mission to come and claim that the heart is not part of the thinking process and it's not where you actually think and reflect. We will say to them, all of you are liars because we believe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we don't believe you. You are a ta'ban aslan, you don't know where your mom got you and you don't know where your father saw you. You're going to come here and sit there and dictate to us what's halal and what's halal. Allah and so this is how we deal with the Quran and the Sunnah. It takes precedence over everybody and everything who thought that they have something to offer. With this we concluded this particular hadith which is the sixth hadith. Inshallah ta'ala if you all remain alive and healthy. Next week we'll be dealing with the seventh hadith. A very important hadith indeed and it's relevant to the da'wah drama that we're going through to die. Alright, bismillah. Mm. This is one good coffee, brothers and sisters in Islam. Let's see. All right, looks like you're all excited with the Q&A. Okay, Fufu's leaving his usual comments. Adil uh, managing the people as usual. <laughs> Adil be deleting everybody's comment. Adil is no chill. Uh, Ustad. If we can make, if we can't make hijrah to the Gulf, what other countries would you recommend? Wallahi, I don't know, Habibi. Some people say Malaysia. Some people say Turkey. I don't know. You need to do your homework. Is investing in cryptocurrency halal if you know there's 100% chance of profit as technically that, that this isn't gambling? I don't know. But I take the opinion that uh, cryptocurrency is not permissible. So as far as I'm concerned, no, it's not permissible to invest in it because I don't see it as being permissible in the first place. According to what I know, but I'm not an expert in this field. I'm, I'm, I'm doing taqlid of, uh, of what this, some of the scholars have said. Pursue excellence. One of the pieces of evidence presented, pro proven the heart is involved in thinking also alludes to the heart possessing an ability and vision. Sah. Very good. Is it permissible to invest in share market and mutual funds? I don't know what those are. I don't know what those are, Habibi. They, uh, I don't know if it's halal or haram. What is, what is share market and mutual funds? Yani you and your neighbors, all of you share your funds together and you want to invest in that? Hey, excuse my ignorance. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, dear Ustad. Wa alaikum salam. Allah A brother got married, but the reunion is disapproved by the country where he lives. Can he divorce, then marry a sister from his country, or must he keep trying? He should keep trying. He married her according to Islam, and it's halal marriage, then he should keep trying. Alatul, he will divorce her and go marry another one. A'udhu billah. What did the lady do, sir, to, to be divorced like this, akhi? Of course he should keep trying, bro. And why would, it, why would the marriage be rejected by the whatever that is? Why is it rejected? On what grounds? Get a lawyer. Get it sorted out. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. When you ask someone to come here in Arabic, you say ta'al ila huna. 
And when I tell him to go away, you just simply go to the other side and say, Ta'ali lahuna. <laughs> what? <laughs> Allah is a humble pixel. Allah is a That was a good one. You almost made me choke and die. If I die, you killed me. I over. I'm. <coughs> I'm overwhelmed with everything in family because I try to practice Islam. I feel like running away to a marriage. But I don't know if I can handle this or should I stay? Go to uni and be dependent. Advise me. Get married. Get married and get out of this sick family. Get married ASAP. Assalamu alaikum wa alaikum Can you please make a refutation video on Muhammad Qasim? This guy claims Allah spoke to him in his dreams. MashaAllah. And resorts to using dozens of bots accounts to spread his deviant lies. Yani, is that person even worth refuting? Someone is going to tell us that Allah spoke to him in his dreams. We're going to take him seriously. <clears throat> I don't even know who this guy is, bro. I don't know if I'm going to waste my time with something like this. Yeah, Farooq. Maybe, maybe not. Send me some link. Let me check it out. If a woman has labor pains, should she pray? Yes. Or does she stop praying if she saw blood before a baby is born? Yeah, if she's obviously in the process of getting birth, then of course she doesn't pray. Uh, how did I jump down here? What is... Yeah, YouTube, you're so naughty, so naughty. It just scrolls down on its own. Ishada. Ya Rajal, I was all the way up there. Alright. Start the hadith about the three who. The three who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not look at on the day of judgment. Does this mean they will not be questioned these and not be wait? No, that's not what it means. It means that they will be it is equal to our understanding. They forgot about Allah, so he forgot about them, i.e. he abandoned them. So these people will have a problem with Allah on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, not that they will actually not be uh, uh, questioned and they will not be held accountable for their deeds. Hey. Assalamu alaikum, Ustaz alaikum, You said that Ibn Mazr Allah slept fourth, four hours and your opinion is five to six. How do you do this? When do you sleep and wake up? Especially when exercising daily exhausts me when I want to sleep. I don't know, Habibi. People are born differently with different genes and different metabolism and different stuff. I, I don't know. I usually sleep around... 12.31 a.m. on average. Uh, what time is Fajr here? 3.30, 4 o'clock? 3.40 something. So Fajr is technically, I sleep for 2 to 3 hours. Then wake up for Fajr, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen. And then I stay maybe another 45 minutes after Fajr. Then I sleep till 8.30, 9 o'clock on average. I don't know how many hours that is, but that's just how I've trained my body. And my body's like, all right, thanks Abu Musab. We're happy together and we're happy. I'm happy with myself. I like me, me like me. We like we, we all we. And we're just having a good old time. It's all about training your body. If you train your body to be a koala bear, you're going to turn out to be a, a polar bear. Come and move us koala bear. Some people have trained their body to sleep for 15 hours. And every, if they sleep 14 hours and 59 minutes, he's like, Akhi, today I didn't get enough sleep. Wallah, I'm tired. Khalas ya baba. Khalas ya baba. Utla. Go min al farsha ya rijjal. Noom, 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 noom. All you do is sleep. What kind of life is this? Sorry about getting aggressive. I love you too. Waikum salam, Adil. How's your recovery? Alhamdulillah, you can see that I'm a little more energetic and the pain is subsiding day by day. 
And is there a book that talks about Jannah and Jahannam in detail that is authentic? Mm, there's a lecture. There are two lectures of mine on the subject matter. Or you could also read the Nuniya of Muqayyim and Lamiya of Ibn Taymiyyah. They speak about it. Now, in Salah, why do we say, Assalamu alayka ayyuhan nabi? I actually don't. I say assalamu ala nabi as per the opinion of Shaykh al-Albani rahimahullah in order to avoid addressing Prophet directly. Now, is it permissible to eat vinegar? I don't know if it's left to ferment on its own or if it's forced to be vinegar from alcohol and producing factors. You can drink vinegar that has not become alcohol. You don't drink vinegar? Uh, whatever, you dip it. Some people drink, people crazy, how do you know? How to move index finger in tashahud like this. You rapidly move it up and down in the direction of the Kaaba. Uh, I was making food. I was making food had then it become time for Asr. MashaAllah, Tabarakallah. This is even Shakespeare didn't put the sentence together. I was making food had then it became time to <laughs> Then it became time for Asr. Shakespeare is... But was hungry so it's better to pry. After Allahu Akbar, pray. <laughs> then I forgot it left to badminton court appointment. <laughs> but remembered on the road, but I had an hour after. Yeah, Muhammad Khan, this question is a form of torture, Akhi. You can either put someone in prison for four years or you can have him hear this question twice. Yeah, Akhi Arab Allah, I don't know what to say. Okay, so what do you want me to do? You should have prayed. Badminton? Really? Uh, Ustad, you can share your authentic Islamic knowledge and information about the virtues, rewards, and significance of the fasting of Ashura, the 9th and the 10th and the 11th of Muharram, what acts to do. The month of Muharram is a sacred month. It's from the Ashur al-Hurum, as you all know. There are uh, uh, four Ashur al-Hurum in the uh, lunar uh, Hijri calendar in Islam, and Muharram being one of them. And it is a month that the Prophet ﷺ recommended uh, that people fast in it. Specifically, the day of Ashura. And the day of Ashura uh, recommended that you fast, you fast a day before it or a day after it. Or some of the scholars said a day before it and a day after it. Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ, when he went to Medina, he saw that the Jews were fasting that day. He asked them why. They said, this is the day where Allah saved Musa. From Fir'aun, he said, نَحْنُ أَحَقُّ بِمُوسَى مِنْكُمْ We have more right to Musa than you. So the Prophet ﷺ fasted it and he commanded the people to fast it. And that was before Ramadan was made obligatory according to some of the scholars. And, but then the, it remained to be a sunnah. So if you fast, inshallah, you'll have the sins of your uh, a whole year forgiven. So it is recommended that you fast on that day. You shouldn't do anything else, however. Obviously, you shouldn't be uh, carrying uh, some sort of knife or sword and beating your back with it like the crazy Shia do. Not yet, not yet. To prevent, uh, uh, please help, no answers can be. To prevent theft or welfare from state, of welfare from state, is a job in spying on people halal? I don't know. I don't know, brother. Mm, wait, 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 wait. You guys have way too many questions, man. I can't even keep up your... Uh, choo choo papa, he he mumu. Uh, huh. 
so-called feminist Muslim say Khadija was businesswoman and the Prophet ﷺ was a house husband. A'udhu billah min billah. They say Sahabiyat fought like men as female soldiers in the battle. Is this a slander? Of course it's a slander. It's a slander that could take someone outside the folds of Islam, wallahi. It, it's a slander that can take someone outside the folds of Islam. These ignorant people need to be quiet. Feminist Muslims are the most wicked and disgusting creatures on earth after the Jews and the Christians and the disbelievers and the atheists and everybody else. How to answer those who say Aqeedah is not important because the word is not mentioned in the Quran and we should focus on Iman instead. MashaAllah, Tabarakallah. When we say Aqeedah, we don't want you to study the word Aqeedah. We want you to study the concept of Aqeedah. So you tell them, wait, forget about the word Aqeedah. Call it, call it uh, as, as the Diobandi say, Aqeedah. Okay, we're not going to call it Aqeedah. We're going to call it Aqeedah. Is, is Aqeedah the concept? Is it in the Quran and the Sunnah? Oh, it's all over? Study it then. Don't worry about the name. al-habal ya shaykh? Uh, okay guys, we're going to have to stop the Q&A because these cats keep meowing and I'm always now forced to bring these cats into the picture and do... <laughs> if it pees on me or poops on me, you guys are all going to be in trouble. This is which one? Midnight. It's midnight, but it's daytime right now. How is it alive? I think it's scared. It's trying to jump out of my hands. Ah, take it, take it, take it. Dude, it's trying to jump out of my hand. No, no, dude, it might fall. It might fall. Yo. Yalla, ruhi ya Sheikh. Allah yasulhik. It's very common in Jeddah. To call cats Sheikha. It's a Sheikha in the house. Yeah, what is this guy? What is basic rule of Parda Hijab? Can my brother come in front of my wife or talk? Your brother can come in front of your wife or talk, but he shouldn't be having any special conversations with her. The worst type of person to speak to your wife is your brother. So they should be absolutely very limited to none unless necessary. And she should be fully covered in front of him, just like she'll be fully covered in front of any strange man walking down the street. Alhamu maut. Alhamu maut. Yalla ya akhwan, you guys are having a lot of fun with these cats. Ya rabbil ibad, ya akhi. Wallah, I'm giving a class, not giving a, I'm not a vet. This is Oreo. I don't know where the camera is. Wow, 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 because they are, uh, they're pure. The cats are pure. But if you worry that it might, you know, it might uh, uh, relieve itself, then obviously you, you need to run to, to remove it. I mean, if you see it there, don't freak out. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep it there. If I saw it there, I wouldn't freak out. But I would make it a point to remove it from wherever it is, just in case it does something uh, inappropriate, uh, innocently. Obviously, it's an animal. It doesn't know any better.
Alright guys, we need to end this right now. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka tubulaik. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.